Hi everyone, this is Josh, the DM. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons & Dragons, part of the Nerdy Things Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Talking Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. I'm Jesse from the Our Turn Podcast, and I'm playing Valorax. The Dragonborn Fighter. So everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and Dragons, where Josh got the show title right this time. So, uh, last week guys, you met Hucklop, the halfling bartender, who gave you a mission to find his uh, wagon driver person. Now, um, actually, something I should probably ask. Um, Jesse, can you tell us what Val looks like? Okay. Uh, Valorax, he's uh, about six and a half feet tall. Uh, pretty pretty big, muscular. Uh, brass scales with amber eyes. Uh, his armor is blackened. Uh, splint mail. He has a shield. Uh Black background with a brass dragon breathing fire, wings spread on it. Uh, overall, looks very menacing. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about. He has more personality than than detailed looks to describe. So, but we'll get into that later. Nice. Cool. And um, guys, I said it was about. I said it was mid morning. We'll we'll say it's lunchtime now, and you guys have had something to eat and drink. And I leave the rest of the day to you. What do you want to get on with? That's a good question. <laughs> okay, so we were talking last time. You guys were wanting to look into if wagons going missing was becoming more and more common. Um, but, yeah, he drew your map, described the, the wagon, basically what it looks like, and said, guys, um, go for it. Well, we're rested. We've eaten. I feel like, uh, unless we think there's somebody else we can get more information out of, like in the town. No, I think we're good to retrace the route of the of the wagon. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if people in town can help us. Hey, have you guys seen a wagon that didn't make it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, theory, I know I'm a, here's, like. I'm, here's, I know. I thought. Sorry, sorry. No, no, I know. That's the problem of Skype. Uh, So my thought is that it wouldn't be that they would know where the wagon went this time, but in theory, the wagon's employer might not be aware of all of the things said person with the wagon does, and other people might be privy to such things. If that in you know, if he happened to go on a detour to an unsavory place occasionally. Uh, I'm not saying that is the case, but other people would be more aware of that than his employer would be my assumption. Um, Huckaluck, does, uh, I think you said, uh, I think the driver's name was Gerald. Um, it was. Does, does he have, does he have family in this town or like, you know, wife, girlfriends, boyfriends? No. They're kind of. He generally just comes by, drops off the wine. I pay him. Okay, he doesn't have a house we can ransack. 
I he mean, gives you a look, like, <laughs> like there's some series of notes or something that he's read about you guys, and he's slowly having all his worst <laughs> dreams <laughs> confirmed. All right. Uh, so we had, like, we had my, my driver, he stops in a few towns along the way, like, but generally speaking, it's not really a long or complicated drive. I mean, pick up object A. Take to place B. I swear to God, I'm printing a sign next week that just says, piss <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't believe you. That doesn't sound good for business, Huckle Up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the real world and D&D &D converge. <sighs> Alright, sounds like up, there's nothing. Huckleup's sound a bit West Country English there. I'm not sure where's where are you from? <laughs> not Hobbiton. <laughs> All right. All right, we're All heading right. out. Well, here we go. Yes, I'm sorry, my Irish accent is terrible. I was no, going to say mind. today, but I mean in general. Mm. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Okay, so as you guys head out. He, he holds her hand and goes, wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. And he runs back and he brings you guys out like a basket. Um, oh, sorry, a pair of wicker baskets with muslin wrap over the top. He goes, here's your lunch. I packed it for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, cheers, dude. All right, get going. So, right, um, yeah, it's... It, it's not too much of a journey to get out of town. Um, can I, I mean, oh, sorry, yes, yes. Can I, can I examine the basket just to make sure? I've been given poison we, before. We've been burned before, and, yeah. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> like especially because they're wrapped and stuff. Like, can I, is, are, am I able to see what's in them just to confirm? Yeah. Um, you see some bread. Some cheese, some jerky, all wrapped up in different little like cheesecloth. Okay, so it looks. I mean, a couple of apples, and um, a small pitcher of what you, what were you pretty sure is ale. Okay, we did. We did help him kill some guys. Like I think. Uh, we right, can, I know we this, but we've him. also we've had friends that poisoned us in the past. I'm just saying, Family I'm the members. dumb one. Yes, I'm the dumb one that gets poisoned, and I'm not okay. going to be the one. So, give, give to me that. each of you. Give me a perception roll, or, or an insight. I should say. I'm not doing it. I trust him. I'm I'm rolling. <laughs> okay, with a fifteen plus all your um, benefits to perception, which is yeah. like makes it seventeen or a lot. Um, you get the feeling he's really happy. His inn didn't burn down. That's a pretty surprising result. <laughs> but there'll still be time later. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to come back. Very nice. Each of you give me a D100. Very good. So we'll do this in the established order of ladies first, and then you three guys alphabetically. So Crystal, what did you roll? Uh -huh. I rolled a 48. Very good. So you guys have been out of town for a couple of days and you guys come around the corner past the hill to a scene of absolute devastation. You find three wagons have been tipped over and their contents just scattered 
So, the, I mean, there's like coal, there's some pig iron, just really, really basic like resource stuff. And you, you would usually expect to see a couple of bodies around the place, but you see nothing but drag marks. So it, it uh, looks like bodies were taken away from here that were incapacitated. Is that what the drag marks would imply? Well, someone roll me some kind of check or something. I want to, I want to investigate the drag marks. Very good. Yeah, investigating. I'm good at that too. <laughs> no, uh, you're <laughs> not good at that kind of investigation. Oh, all right. Yeah, Aiden is being a ranger. So, um, and you, you can tell these are somewhat old. Like, this is not the road you guys came down. This is a different road. So you guys wouldn't have passed this on the way. I mean, it looks like it might be maybe maybe four or five days old. And these drag marks, they just look like heavy bodies were dragged. But it's been too long for you to really tell any kind of footprints. There's been some rain. There's been some weather. And it's like the, the footprints are just impossible for you to read. All right. It's not important, guys. We just move on. All right. <laughs> I mean, none of these are our wagons, so, you know. Nope. Yeah. It's... Okay. Jesse? Um, actually, sorry. Is there anything else you guys wanting to check out? Um, Val, is there anything you wanted to do? Uh, I would have followed the ranger's lead. Being an outlander and proficient survival, I'd try to find tracks and see where they lead. Okay, well, give me a d20. Alright. Uh, 15 total. Very nice. You, you don't find tracks, but you do follow the drag marks, you and Aiden together. And you notice that the drag marks abruptly stop as if what they were dragging was picked up. The other thing you find is you find a couple of um, essentially like horse or pony carcasses that have just been just viciously butchered like a few meters away from the road. Like they dragged them for a bit and then they stopped and then just cut them apart. Uh, because we found this, Val found these carcasses and I didn't. Um, you you two are working together. I'm, I'm gonna, he's, he's the one who found him originally. You know, so I'm going to just be silently impressed by Val. Okay. Skills. You, you can do that as a bonus action. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> as well, roll to be impressed. To <laughs> no, he doesn't have to roll for that. Okay. Um, and Aiden, can you roll me one more DC, please, with advantage? Uh, a, a 20? Yeah. Okay, that's nowhere near good enough, so that doesn't happen. I have a sneaky suspicion I just missed something. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> cool. You guys all done? Seems we showed up a bit late here, so I don't know what you expect us to do. It well, depends you what said you the, want the to contents do. were all overturned, but is there anything of value laying around left? Like that's even a if good hidden? question. You should roll the dice. Okay. 
help? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the two, you're pretty sure these wagons were carrying stuff. <laughs> hey guys, I think that they were using these wagons to transport things to a place. Yeah. I mean, Val, makes... yeah. Val would like to take a look around as well, if possible. Okay, roll me an investigation. No, not a perception. Nope. <laughs> he knows you're good at this. He's going to make sure that you do the right things. <laughs> uh, a mere 10, which is average. Okay. Um, around the wagons, I mean, you really just find, like, as I said, scraps of coal and pig iron. And it seems like quite a lot, actually, of coal and pig iron. What's pig iron? Pig iron is like raw iron that hasn't really been refined yet. And, and it's transports, transported in what are called like pigs. It's like just lumps. Ah, so it's going to okay. be refined and then have um, someone who's good at chemistry is going to know this. I think it's like, I think it's iron, tin and carbon to, made, to be made okay. into steel. They do science stuff to it. Yeah, the, the, the dwarves are good with metal. They, they do stuff. Val just looks pensive and he's trying to, he's putting pieces together in his head and he's just standing there looking. Yeah. Sorry, it wasn't the contents of the wagons that they were after. It was something else. It was mm, either the people true. or something else that was hidden in all of this other stuff that we don't know about. Maybe. It's kind of weird how they ate the horses, but we haven't seen any of the people. Hmm. Maybe it was the people who ate the horses. Or maybe the horses ate the people and then ran away. And then became Wait, the, corpses. This carcass is... Val puts his head in his hands. So <laughs> <laughs> you some kind of master ranger from a family of master rangers? Goodbye, horses. Okay. Hey, Fluffy, what do you think? What's your take? <laughs> Can't be that bad. She oh, kind of gives like a sideways look at Aiden, like you, you've got no idea. All right. So do we, do we try and investigate what happened here further, or do we ignore it and move on? It, this seems to be of some importance. But what, what importance it is of, I do not know. <laughs> I mean, if none of them are the wagon we're looking for, I don't really know what to do. Okay, they are... Okay. They do not look like the wagons you were looking for. These are clearly dwarf caravans. Um, you can tell because, there, I mean, there, there are dwarf runes on a couple of the wagons. And they're built to dwarf scale. Well, my... Uh, Amethysia's initial thoughts are, in theory, if somebody is ransacking wagons in general, it's possible that they ransack the wagon we're looking for. So if we can find a path to where these people were taken, in theory, we might find where our wagon was taken, even if it wasn't from here. Yeah, but uh, we tried to roll that and we messed it up, so... <laughs> well, I mean, we could probably wander a bit and try and pick up the trail, would be my assumption, but... I'm, I'm up open to other suggestions as well. Okay. 
Mm. I mean, if they're selling that's like hunting wagons, they're probably going to find us eventually. So, you know. Uh, Let's just take a nap and wait. <laughs> not all of us at the same time. But, yeah, basically. If we, if we I would say at the moment this road, on this day, get... it's, it's definitely approaching noon. Well, I, I think if something is going to catch us on the road, that's going to happen no matter what. But if we keep trudging forward, we might be able to see. The, the, the wagon we're looking for might be around the corner. Yeah, pretty or much. Might, not. might be. So might be. Might as well, might as what well did the rest of you guys roll? Uh, do I need to roll for? It, it was no, your no, D100 you the D100s rolls. Earlier. Yeah. Oh, well, what did not, you guys not, roll? Um, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Ethan, what did you roll? 37. Okay. Um, as you guys leave, nothing happens. It is quiet uh, that day and that night. The next day, um, you guys come across a train of traveling merchants. Um, the mercenary outriders are you warily from their mounts. Um, the leader seems like a, a happy enough guy. He's happy to have a bit of a chat, say hi. Um, he says, look, please, my friends, come see my words. All and right. it's down to you. Have you got any cool or exotic uh, flavors of teas? Uh... <laughs> I'm going to roll a d100. Yeah, do it. Ethan, high or low? Oh, uh, low. We're rolling crap today. Damn. Yeah, they didn't get any lower. <laughs> no. Wow. Son of a bitch, now I need to think of a, um, a variety of tea. Alright, got it. <laughs> it's funny you ask, my friend. For this very day, I am carrying, and he brings out this tiny little, like, bag. A small bag of gnomish caravan. Mmm. Sounds pretty good. Uh, how much for the gnomish caravan? Well, my friend, I mean, this is exotic tea. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for anything less than fifteen gold pieces. I mean, done. This is never <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, it looks like it's time to get this party started. Hey. I mean, I've got. I haven't added up how much all these gems we've got are worth, but like, you know, I can, I can, I can just buy all the tea. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. Cool. So you, you now have a, a bag, say five pounds worth of gnomish caravan tea. Yeah, it tastes really boy. good. Um, I'll ask him, did, did you, have you seen a wagon or a, you know, either on the side of the road or pass by uh, red and green with gold trim? Red and green, gold trim. He, he calls his mercenary captain over and says, look, have we passed? I mean, we've passed a couple of broken wagons. I mean, bandit activity these days has been insane. But I, I, I don't remember specifically a red and green one. I mean, maybe three days travel down the road, we saw we saw an, a wagon that had been upturned, but it had been raining. So. All right. Um, in terms of your uh, wares, do you have any like? My cool badass magic weapons. Friend, 
I'm a simple merchant. I sell, I mean, the most interesting thing I had was that tea. Nice try. <laughs> no, I'm not doing okay. that again. <laughs> All right. Just, just checking. Yeah. Doesn't, hurt, doesn't hurt to ask. It never hurts, my friend. And now I must be off. And they trundle off. Okay, uh, Jesse, what was your D100? Let me scroll back here. Oh, it was a three. A three? Very good. Three. You guys have a quiet day. Um, yeah, it's just... The sun comes up, the sun is overhead, you eat the packed lunch, Huckleup left you, and nothing happens. Just a fine, quiet Yay. spring day. No poisoning. <laughs> no poisoning. The food is actually quite nice. You, you can tell that Huckleup made this with love, or at least his Aww. version of love, <laughs> which is short, angry, drunk, and rage-induced. And um, we've got to help more people kill some guys. Tyler, rescue me. I rolled a 55. And again, you guys have a nice, quiet day. However... What did we have you, to roll for, yeah. for, for adventure? Anything above 70. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. So you guys rolled really well. Okay. However, that day, your party comes across an upturned wagon 20 feet from the road. You, you can see that it is mud-splattered. Um, but you also see some smashed barrels are littered around the wagon, and you can definitely see signs of what you assume is a struggle. Is it is it the red and green trimmed or whatever it was? Well, maybe you should head over and have a look. I did say it was splattered with mud. I investigate, Fine. and I roll six. I'll do that then, smart okay. guy. So, you guys head over to the wagon, and a quick wiping down of the side reveals that it is, a, it is indeed a red... And green wagon with gold trim. I'd like well, to kind of like sucks. head out a little bit uh, from from the wagon, like and kind of stand guard, like a little ways away, like keep an eye on the perimeter if I okay. can. I would and like the rest of her tracks before the before the scene gets too muddled with our own. Alrighty, yeah, you can do that. Give me a uh, a dice roll. That's a five. Oh, you that's no good. <laughs> do not find anything particularly interesting track-wise, but I mean, that the ground is quite churned up. But I mean, you can tell that this was actually more recent than the accident you guys passed with the dwarf caravan. All right. Um, so uh, Val didn't find anything particularly interesting, and I Val did not. I feel like. I feel like that he did a very thorough job, so I'm also I'm now again silently impressed. If you say so. Well, I guess it wouldn't hurt if I tried to investigate uh, the destroyed torn sure. apart caravan. Yeah. This is supposedly what I'm good at. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> you guys see Gary look over like an odd-shaped large rock. <sighs> Yeah, it's uh, shit's broken. And then he I sees the caravan. Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. So, Amethysia sees everyone else fumbling around and is just kind of like, <laughs> wait, like what? We had we had rest. 
and food. Somehow, when we're sleep deprived and starving, we're all on our game. But hold on, let me let me show you how it's done. Yeah, the adrenaline so hits. Will, I'm gonna. Please be. What 20. can I say? Gnomish caravan, some powerful ah! shit. What, what did you roll with your perception bonuses, please? Uh, with easier. my perception bonuses, that would be a 12. Okay, that's not bad. All right. When you have a look at this wagon, you can tell that it was overturned after the fight. And that all the wine, like you're able to count the barrels, and you can tell that all the wine was spilled out. So again... The cargo was left alone. You can, however, also tell that the wagon itself is not destroyed. It was tipped over, but generally speaking, it was it was pretty much left alone. Any sign of the horses or whatever animals that were? That's a good this? question. I mean, someone could look for them. No, I don't want to do it. I don't trust myself. Aiden, can you give me a uh, a d twenty with advantage? Oh, good, because I just rolled one and it was a five. So the next one should be awesome, like a ten. Okay. Give me one second. Man, so we are off our game today. You guys are really into the game. You're good terrible. thing we're not fighting anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. I mean, yeah, that's um really good. Tell you what, that gnomish caravan is scrambling my brain. Some good shit, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, Aiden, you realize Fluffy is sniffing around? The... the the wagon site, and you're smart enough to know what, like, her reactions to things. And she is looking perplexed, like something is not right. Is there something specific that she's sniffing around? Like, at something? Well, I mean, she sniffs at the wagon, and then she, like, trails off a bit away from the wagon, comes back, mm -hmm. and, and it's like she's double-checking. It's like... That's not right. Hmm. I don't think I have anything. These spells that let me translate yes, her to English. Well, you can speak to her. You okay. do have that ability. Fluffy looks at you. The smell is wrong. It like wolves, but not wolves. Oh damn! Werewolves. Not wolves. Werewolves? Not They're wolves. wolves. They're mountain. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were doing that. Share wolves? Share werewolves. They're only werewolves for 30 days and you're going to buy the package. Oh my goodness. Uh, Fluffy, do you know what uh, direction the not wolves went? Yep, she, she's able to lead you guys along that trail pretty easily. All right, let's to go that way. Man, why didn't we have right? Fluffy on the case the whole time? Fluffy didn't well, even have to roll. Fluffy's... She did roll. Oh, okay. That was her smell. Okay, oh, all right. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm, I'm saying we're like Fluffy is our new party leader. <laughs> well, she hasn't burnt anything down, and her average of like good decision making has been pretty, pretty okay at this point. She's done alright, very good. So you guys follow Fluffy as she follows the scent, and you find an old, old campsite. Um, around here, you can see like an obvious, like a huge fire pit and a lot of broken, stripped bones. 
if you guys want to have a look around. How can I, I want to investigate the fire pit and see if I can tell like by temperature how long it's been All right. since the fire was lit. Okay. I rolled a 14. Plus like five or something. I thought you had the character sheet in front of you. Um, no. Which one am I looking for? <laughs> it, it, it's plus, it's enough. It's enough. Okay. You can tell that this fire was maybe lit last night. So it's maybe a day old. Um, you can also tell that there are several bodies worth of bones here. And there are at least a few dozen tracks. Can we tell if they're like horse bones or people bones? Uh, you'd probably need to roll. All right, then. That would be a med... Actually, that'd be a medicine roll. So, yeah, um, Gary, <laughs> you're able to go oh. through a few bones, and you can tell there are a lot of humanoid bones here, and there's a few animal, but it's mainly humanoid bones. And, Gary, um, give me a charisma check. Oh, okay. I need to... Oh, dear. Another one. Oh, dear indeed, matey. So, Gary, you are just assailed by this psychic sense of just wrongness as that that tiny fragment of the Brahiba, the book that I can't pronounce the name of, just seems to flare inside your skull. And you hear a name. Just one word. Yinoch. Guys, Nervous Caravan's really fucking me up. Yeah, you, you guys see that Gary has collapsed to his knees, his hands pressed to his head. Get this man some tea, <laughs> And Gary, you take three psychic damage. Ow. Oh. I don't know why it's confusing yeah. to me. You also, Gary, you also get an image of fire and... Just, just mental images of just bodies being torn apart and just gorging on flesh and blood. Well, these these not wolves know how to like, they have a, some cooks cookery sense to them. Also, ow! <laughs> it really hurts, I guys. I suspect they're gnolls. If only you guys knew what gnolls were. Uh, yeah, that's a good uh, good point. Is there anything else you guys want to do? Well, uh, Fluffy, do you smell anything? Like maybe the direction that they've... You let us hear. Is there a scent beyond this point that we can follow? I'll just roll the dice for fun. Okay. All right, natural 20. There we go. Um, she is sniffing all over the site, and she says, they went this way, and, and they went that way, and, and they went that way, and they went that way too. I assume these Lots are four of separate directions. All of them. There were many. More than us. All the groups are more than us. Okay, and, and then she indicated four different directions or Yeah, it's not that? like it's not clean like north, south, east, west. It's more kind of like in a fan. But it is heading deeper into the woods. Well, I'm I'm guessing that plan of uh, you know waiting till we get ambushed and then turning it around on them, maybe not a good idea if they're split up when they're not hunting. So I say we go after them. It's time to hunt oh. them. 
I like the chase after them into the into the woods plan. Let's do it. Okay. Each of you Lead give away, me Bobby. a. You know those times when I say you guys always do what I don't expect you to do. Yeah. Son of a bitch, you're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like this is a very logical thing to do. Yeah, but it makes sense. Okay. Aiden, give me a, a survival roll. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, you can tell there are at least essentially one and a half dozen animals or footprints, and they look wrong. They look very, very wrong. They're not people footprints. They're like wolf prints, but much bigger. And this confuses you a lot. Because, I mean, the the step distance on these mm -hmm. prints means that these creatures are at least six and a half feet tall. But there's 18 in, like, each direction. Roughly. Roughly. Okay. So, well, guys, I think we should just go home. Yeah, I was about to say, plan B, we just cut our losses and... and, and... Okay. We go back to Hucklep, and we're like, yeah, shit's kind of crazy out there, dude. We never found the wagon. Okay. No, Can we each did of you... find the wagon. We okay, now, you gave me a good roll, Aiden. Um, Amy, I'm going to consider that 19, your okay. perception. Val, Gary, can you give me a perception roll, please? Eight plus uh, perception. That's high enough. And, uh, and Val, I so yours as well. That's also high enough. You guys... You guys hear some faint barking or yipping noises. It's, it's like a language coming from maybe like the north and the northwest. Now, you can all tell, I mean, this is, this is some loud talking and this is maybe, maybe an hour away. And it took you guys about two hours to get from where the wagon was to where you are now. So what would you like to do? Well, we can keep going after them because why not? They're coming to you. Okay, oh, let's yes. set up defensible positions or something like, because we're in a clearing, right? Like, what is? Because you said you we're are in a clearing, forest. and Amethysia, you rolled amazingly well. You can tell there's at least three or four dozen coming. Oh we'll, my goodness! We'll, we'll make like blazing saddles. We'll make a a, a caravan a circle booth. of our own, or a toll booth. Oh yeah. Someone's going to have to go back and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> um, is it worth it, everybody in the party, to set the forest on fire? Yeah, that while, was... While we're <laughs> I was thinking that. I'm like, are we going to have to burn this whole thing down? That's, that's going to take a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, I'm good, but I'm not that good. Uh, we have an hour. Um, well, Val I'm, can I'm, just breathe on it. I mean... Once. And then yes. I need an hour. There, there are like four dozen of these creatures coming closer and closer to the site where you guys are. Let's get All the right. heck out of Dodge. Yeah, let's just go back to, to town. To oh, Baudelaire or Beauclair or whatever it was. Baudelaire. Okay. okay, so you guys run back to the wagon. It takes you maybe half hour or so because you're, you're cross-country. Now, does everyone remember what Hucklup said to you? What did he need? I forgot, but I'm sure Gary didn't. Does he have to roll? He needed, the, he needed the wagon specifically. 
Yes, as if did. as if there's a secret compartment in the wagon. Let's yeah, flip over be. the wagon, hook up whatever horses we got, and then ride. Okay. The Which of you guys wagon. are going to try and turn the wagon over? Val. I can. I, I just can stand try. and stare at stare at Val because he's giant. So you guys are just going to say, "Well, muscles, this is your department." I mean, Does someone want to want to give me the help action to let me do it? I mean, should I use my yeah. quarter staff as like a? Lever. Leverage. I just need. Okay. All right. Each so... of you who are going to try and lift this wagon, roll me a d20. All right. I'm going to. I'll stand watch and kind of, you know, watch. watch <laughs> Crystal, you go to pick it up and, like, no, actually, no, no. Uh, Nails. No. Just had them did. Come on. I see, though, Gary with the natural yeah. 20. Yeah, roll the 20. <laughs> I guess so I Gary, could use my quarter staff to pivot the thing up. You, you see Val like put his hands under the wagon and start to strain, and it's not really moving. And then you, having a have a Greek mathematician moment, you get your staff in, you find a rock, and you just backflip onto the staff. And the wagon just like pops out of the mud onto its wheels like perfectly. Um, the traces, which is like the leather reins and everything, of the wagon, they, they were ripped out and destroyed, but you do have, um, like, a set from your wagon, and, and I'd say you guys could just, like, change it over. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to do that as quickly as possible and get the horses hooked up and hop in and get on the road. Very good. Now, each of you get 350 experience points. Oh. Hooray! Yay! And um, you drive off in the wagon back to the inn. So how actually how far are you guys away from leveling again? What do we need? Sixty five hundred. Okay, so you're not doing too bad. Five five hundred and seventy five away from that. Yeah, we're two rescued we're two discovered wagons away from <laughs> <laughs> You're not discovering any more wagons on the way back. Okay. That's what you it... think, but we always go the other direction. <laughs> Oh, for the love of God. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. It, it it takes you guys only a few days to drive this wagon back to town. And by the time you get to town, it's, um, it's essentially night. And you guys come back to the lazy duck. Um, it, it's pretty late. But um, you can see that the Lazy Duck has had a very, very, very fine night of patronage. You see Hucklop slowly polishing a glass and just that kind of look that's like, oh, people, God. Anyone who has worked in hospitality knows exactly what that expression feels like from the inside. <laughs> in fact, as you guys are coming in, he looks up and goes, Oi, no, no, oh, 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 it's you guys. Yep, you're right. Yeah, please come in. So we found your wagon, dude. Uh, you found it. All the barrels got, yeah, as you can see. Uh, uh, we didn't find the driver. He probably got eaten by weird wolf creatures or something. Um, yeah, Lord. them roads are pretty he, dangerous. He pushes way past yeah. you and just goes straight to the wagon and just, like, knocks a side panel on, like, the seat, which pops open, and he takes out a scroll. Right. I now know I can trust you. He slips the scroll, like, into a pocket. I think this calls for a drink. 
and he here, hustles here. you all inside. You, you guys are all sitting down. He's served you all a drink. Uh, Val, a pint of stout with a hot pea for a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I am inspired. <laughs> well, I didn't give you inspiration, but okay. But he's personally inspired. <laughs> Is this like a corn beef sandwich or a pit beef? Or... Uh, we're talking smoke roasted. Oh, all right. Bit of salt. It's all good. Mustard. Tomatoes, lettuce. It's all looking What kind good. of bread? <laughs> Brown, he answered with a <laughs> wry smile. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Why'd you do that? Right. So, Zaf has said that I have to help you, and um, I'm more than willing to. Now, he said that he needs a few things from the, the lord of this town. Now, I'm, I'm more than willing to help you, but um, it's going to take some work, and you are not going to burn down my inn. Well, he looks at Amethysia as he says that. Okay, you know, it's the past is in the past. That's all I'm going to say. Right, and a good place for it. Now, you guys are going to want to get into his house. No, there's a couple of ways you could do it. You could break in, which is a bad idea. Because you'd get a lot of attention, and people might say that they saw you at my place, or it might get back to them that you're at my place. And then I'm in trouble. And then you are in more trouble than you can imagine. Or, you see, he and his wife like to throw these parties every now and then. Ooh. And there's a couple of ways you could probably get an invite. Fancy dress up, fancy dress up. <laughs> well, on occasion. You know, masks, leather costumes, the word Fidelio came up. Hmm. I think I'm glad oh, I didn't get invited. Are we going to regret not having Salivarius in the party anymore? Because it sounds <laughs> like this really seems like his area. He would excel so much at this. <laughs> he really would. He'd be real good at this. Now, there's two ways you can get an invite. Or there's two ways you can make sure you get invited. The first is do something that brings you to their attention, like something wonderful for another noble family that I know is having trouble right now. Or, and he pops behind the bar and comes out with a bottle. Or, you could bring them something a little more personal. He also comes back with a bunch of glasses and puts a glass in front of you, and then there's a pop as he pulls the cork out of the bottle. This, my friends, is an especially fine vintage from a vineyard that no longer really produces it. And no one, well, no one is going to go back there anytime soon. And he puts the bottle down. After he pours like each of you like a little sip, and then he just puts the bottle in front of him. Now, this bottle is mine, but if you could find some of this wine at that vineyard, I reckon you'd probably have yourself one hell of an invite. Help out a noble family. Or find wine. Hi. Mm. You know, if I wasn't, if my character wasn't inherently good, I would, I'd say there's three, there's four of us and half of him. We could just take that. <laughs> we, he has a bottle, but I'm looking yeah, at guys. Yeah, an open bottle of wine. Look, mate, I don't know what parties you get invited to, but you turn up to one of mine with only one bottle. You're not coming in. 
I'll keep the bottle though. Um, I like the bottle, the 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 wine search idea. His wife is yeah. well, you know, fancy. Why? Why did? Why? Why can't anyone else get their hands on this wine exactly? Well, a few people have tried. Is the, is the maybe you could find out why they didn't come back? Maybe it's really haunted? nice there this time. This sounds I, skeptical. <laughs> I bet it's full of like ghosts or something. It sounds rad. To the wine. My desire to go do cool monk shit is overpowering me. <laughs> let's, let's check out this vineyard, people. Very good. So we've got, is that three votes for wine? Yeah. Four. Four is that like four votes for wine? What was the alternative yeah. for checking out the vineyard? Just out of... Uh, go, for, going for and help, helping another noble family and getting ourselves noticed was the other option. Oh, you see, a cousin of our good lordling, Lord Laragoy, thank you, Lord Laragoy, he has a cousin, and this cousin has been having a lot of problems with some kind of bandit. Now, if someone were to go and solve that bandit problem, well, he'd be overjoyed. So we have one, one that is described as, go get wine. Hi. From a mysterious vineyard. And the other one has a lot of complicated characters with names that are hard to remember. <laughs> well, I've got his name one, written down in front of me now. I, Thank you. I think, the, I think the wine one might be better suited for our particular set of skills. Haunted wine. Haunted wine. Yeah. All right. Very good. For the, for the record, I think the wine is going to be a horrific experience, but I'm totally in. <laughs> Why do you think I'm, I'm picked? I chose that one. He, he sits no, back and starts drinking. Josh's eyebrows don't go up unless he's got something sneaky planned. <laughs> I bet this bit. That's why I wear the hat sometimes. Josh is now holding his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, that's good. clearly not not uh, mischievous at all. All right, so, let's go for the let's go for the haunted wine. Each of you raise your glasses, clink them together, and then drink the wine. It is a sensational drink. Amethysia, you've got something of a, of a background, and you know good wine when you taste it. And this is amazingly good wine. I, uh, the... I'm going to turn to... What's his name? Hucklepuck. Huckle, H- Huckle, Huckle up. up. <laughs> Huckle up. I'm going to turn to him and say... Now, does this vineyard have any other types of wine that they produce, or is this the only one? Mm, mainly just that one. They managed to okay. corner the market with that grape. It's quite nice. Okay. Actually, if you find a, a spare bottle, that'd be great, because this is my last one. All right, well, I will agree to, to get you another bottle of it, but only if you agree to let me have another taste. A small one, right now. And you don't have to do this, Huckle. He up. pours you another drink. <laughs> We already he, he's a, he's in, when it comes to alcohol, he's an enabler. Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm when it comes to wine, Amethysia loves it. She slowly she spins it around in her glass, sniffs it gingerly, and then slowly sips the small amount of wine that he poured for her. And with that, you all turn in. Turn I, mean, well, I like these these fast moving days. It's been nice. <laughs> well, why get tied up on the tiny details? 
Yeah, because then all we usually do is just debate who gets to room with who, and it's that nobody needs to listen to that. Exactly. Um, Val, as you yeah. fall asleep, you just feel weird, and you felt weird since Gary had his episode. Like, like everything around you just doesn't feel right. And as you sleep, in your dreams, you're suddenly sitting across a table from a lady, and... It's really hard to describe her because she changes. I mean, you know she's beautiful, but at one moment she's human, at one moment elf, dwarf, halfling, dragonborn, tiefling, and even then the features change. The nose, the ears, the chin, the jawline, the hair, all of those things keep changing, but her eyes stay exactly the same. They are bright green all around. And she's looking at you and smiling. And you talk... It's not a nice smile, by the way. Or a flirty smile. It's a... Hmm... Smile. And you look down at the cards that she's dealt you. I mean, this, this is essentially a poker hand. So you've got five cards. And you notice you're holding four kings. And each of these kings is a different dragonborn. And as you look at them, you realise... Each of these four kings are your four brothers. It's essentially four different kinds of fighters, or a fighter, a warlock, a sorcerer, a paladin. And then there's you. And while you're not dressed up in the garb of a, of a joker on this card, <laughs> she looks at you and smiles and says, yes, you're my wild card. I think we're going to have a, a lot of fun together, thou. And then she drags deeply on the cigarette and just blows the smoke into her eyes. And as, as the smoke hits your face, you wake up. And while you're in your own room and there's nothing moving, you can still smell the scent of her tobacco and perfume. I want to smile and then slowly let out a maniacal laughter. <laughs> hey, keep it down in there. Stop trying to sleep. <laughs> Right, sorry. I'll block quietly. <laughs> and that, my friends, is where we're going to have to wrap things up for today. It is. <laughs> Very good. Um, everyone, thank you for playing. Thank you for listening. I've got to run and actually do what I do to pay the bills. Um, but thank you all for playing with me and being here. Cheers. Nerdy People Play D&D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network and was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblox. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at NerdyPeopleDND. Thanks and take care of yourselves. Cheers.